Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your girl Mitzi, and this is Mitzi Thinking. I just want to thank y'all for tuning in to this special episode. We have a special guest today. Her name is Robin, and we are going to be talking about the taboo of assisting others while they are naked. Yes, that is a taboo, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because it's uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable situation for both parties. So I have Robin here who is going to be sharing her experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's well, uh, it's the kind of topic you don't think you're going to talk about until it comes up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I know in in uh, in my own experience, I never would have thought about it, uh, what that would what that would feel like if I had to have somebody come into my personal space. And when you think about it, look what we do to have that privacy. We uh, we close our door. We close Mm -hmm. the curtain. We Mm -hmm. make sure that our you know, in the bathroom or in our shower stall. And uh, it's, it's a private thing that we do. And I can't imagine what it would be like. That's the thought of, of someone just walking by and like looking or, Mm -hmm. or the fact that somebody would have to help you in the shower. I mean, that's a little scary, even though I'm sure we'd all appreciate the help. So that's how this, this whole thing happened with me. I got a vision, believe it or not. And I think it was an answer to prayer because I was really scared about my poor mom. She, she looked like she needed some help mm-hmm. in the shower. And I thought, oh, my gosh, how am I going to do this? It seemed like it was invading her space. And I, I didn't want to have her to be embarrassed. I didn't want to be embarrassed for her. So that's when this vision came of this garment. And I thought, oh, my gosh. And then when she needed help, I w- it was perfect timing. I said, I got this. I got this. And so I... I grabbed some, some old towels and some dish towels and I pinned them together and I made what I thought I saw in my vision is this garment that protected uh, her torso uh, around her waist and also like a bib part over her chest. And I put them together and we had a delightful time in the shower. She was happy. I was happy. It was pleasant and there was no embarrassment. So I knew uh, having a cover was a very, very important thing. And that's where this, uh, this invention was birthed mm-hmm. through the necessity. Well, I was a CNA for 10 years, so I had to help individuals who weren't able or, or weren't capable anymore to take care of themselves in that way and to clean themselves properly. So I know exactly what you mean about being embarrassed because no matter how old you are or no matter how old you get or no matter what situation leads you to that privacy being invaded, it is an embarrassing situation, not just for the individual who has to have help, but also for the individual who's helping the person because it's like, how do you keep their privacy intact along with taking care of them, you know what I mean? To properly care for them, properly wash them and properly make sure that there's no nicks and crannies that are missed, you know? So I totally understand what you're saying because when I first started off being a CNA, it was a little unsettling at first to help individuals in that manner. So I couldn't imagine being a child helping my mother doing that because it's like you always see your mother as a mother, you know, the one helping you, the one always taking care of you. And then the roles get reversed and then you have to help your mother. And it's just like, 
how do I help her get still giving her her dignity? And the way that you did that is very smart. You know, I applaud you for that because not a lot of people will know how to handle that situation. And God, thankfully, God gave you a vision because that vision worked. <laughs> it wasn't me, I'll tell you. Now, it was, frust- it was genuine frustration on my part, which led to the prayer. Help me. I, I mean, this is like, yikes. I, I didn't understand that. Uh, in fact, I, I wrote a book about my story. Let me grab it. And yes. uh, it's called Yikes. I need, oh. I need to give mom a bath. <laughs> exactly what a story. This was my yikes moment. And uh, that's how it all began. Wow. So it is, and how many years ago was that? Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, wow. That was a long time ago. Uh, 2005, I think. Mm, wow. Yeah, that long is a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but a lot of uh, lives have been changed because of that yikes moment. That's when my yikes moment turned into a eureka, you know, and, <laughs> and, and, the, <laughs> and the idea came. I, 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 I think that is a intelligent invention. I wish that when I was a CNA, they had those ex- accessible for the patients because man, I can see 5 million ways how that's useful. You know, the way that you designed it, the way that you have a backup one. I mean, it is absolutely amazing to help keep individuals to have their privacy still, you know, when you just getting out of knee surgery, if you're just having a back surgery, if you're still a little weak in your knees, you know, and you can't really stand and you got to sit right away after taking a bath, that is a perfect, perfect, perfect thing to have. And do they come in different colors or different styles, you know, because those florals beautiful. Yeah, I have a leopard print. That's really awesome. And a lot of leopard just plain white, but I, I like the florals kind of cheerful. Actually, the design is called cheerful bouquet, but I do love mm-hmm. the leopard. And I know there's an animal in all of us, but you know, <laughs> I say, uh, yes, for the men. That I said, okay. This is your Tarzan suit. Just exactly. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. But you know, it's kind of, it's kind of fun to uh, make light because embarrassment is a funny kind of emotion. You can't really, you can't really explain it. You just know that it's uncomfortable, but it's hard to deal with. And I think humor, it, it seems to work for most people, but when it's totally unbearable, you got to cover somehow with humor, with the actual garment. And that's what we do for our loved ones. We cover them and in any way that we can. And when you think about it, even in life, uh, we don't want anybody to be insulted or hurt or, and we say, got you covered. You know, we, mm-hmm. uh, you literally got them covered. But no, I, I agree. Like embarrassment comes with being vulnerable and having feeling like you're exposed in such a way that people don't like to do unless you live in the naked community. You know, you prefer to be modest and covered up and knowing that your privates are private. <laughs> and I think yeah. that what you have invented and what you have done, not just for your mother, for other individuals as well, you know, just giving that opportunity for other people to cover themselves no matter the age no matter the situation as long as they feel comfortable in their own skin while being exposed to other people that may have to be in their space while they're naked is very nice i applaud you for that because i would have never expected that invention to be even around to be honest yeah it's been around a long time and it's called dignity resource council that's our nonprofit. And every single penny goes back into the garments, back into the garment. Oh, and nice. we, we send them out. And uh, I don't know how our customers find us. I guess they, 
they maybe do a search of what to do, how to cover. And I do have a lot of YouTubes uh, showing how they work and different interviews on YouTube. So perhaps, you know, this is where they, they find us and then they come on and, and they order them right online. But I want to show you something else that's kind of cool about, about the, the terry cloth one. This is used for bed baths too. And you'll understand mm-hmm. that because I know you've probably been trained this way too, because I was looking at the training for CNAs. And usually with the bed baths, it seems like you expose what you want to wash, like mm-hmm. pull down, what you want to wash and then wash. But with this, you cover what you want to wash. You yeah. cover it. And that way, when you, even if they're laying down, you cover the breasts and right underneath, you know, so, so it's a totally yeah. different concept than saying, okay, let's uncover. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And it does keep you warm too, because you know that having being washed down with anything with water or soap is cold. Exactly. Uh, no matter how gosh. hot you get the the water. <laughs> and plus just being uncovered, even if there isn't a genuine draft, it sure has that drafty feel to it, you know, just to be out in the open air there. <laughs> most most definitely. You feel that draft like I feel it. <laughs> Most definitely. That's crazy. But no, I agree. I think a lot of people are looking for products like that because I used to work for a durable medical equipment company and dealing with insurance and things like that as well. And I know that when people used to come in to that facility, they would always ask like, is there anything that I can help my loved one or someone that I know to cover up? And we never had anything, you know, let's, I'm gonna be honest, there was really nothing there. And and we always had to tell people to just go online and see what you can search for and see what you can find. And, you know, thankfully they found a company like yours who can not only create these products to make them feel better, but also, you know, give them the peace of mind that they don't always have to be there. You know what I mean? Or they don't always have to watch because that's, it's awkward. You know, when someone's eyeing you down and making sure you got every little thing, like, don't look at me, Sally, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I think what really hit home for me and how this was birthed is when I was only eight years old. Hmm, and I had some issues with my legs. I don't know what happened. I, they were, they got stiff and the one had a lot of pain and my parents were very concerned. And back in the day, being only eight and uh, here I am in my sixties already. When I went into the hospital, they had to leave me there. They couldn't stick hmm. around. And it was very scary. And I had a lot of doctors examining me and I had this horrible little piece of fabric over me and no underwear underneath. What kind oh. of thing is that? So I was mortified and my mom snuck in underwear for me. When she came in to visit me, she had that. And mm-hmm. I felt so much more covered and, and protected. So I think that was something that was birthed in me back then, that feeling of vulnerability. When you have to encounter medical mm-hmm. folks, they have to examine you sometimes. They do. And let me tell you, it's an, and you understand as a CNA, you don't have time for uh, modesty issues. You have to just get to it and say, okay, open your mouth and it goes with the thermometer. Okay. Now we're going to check your pull. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Put the band on. You don't even, you just do what you have to do. And I think Mm -hmm. as a patient, you're taught, listen what the doctor says, but we all, I think would have that feeling of yikes, you know, inside as this is happening. And I sure did. And perhaps it was that moment when it was my mom's turn that I remembered, Ooh, this is, this is not a good thing. And we mm-hmm. all have that memory of seeing our friendly nurse coming into the door and she's carrying towels in a basin. What mm-hmm. do you do now? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't know if that has happened to you, but 
it's not a pleasant sight because then what happens is you think of every possible reason why you don't want that shower or that bath. You know, you say, I'm fine. Clean. Yeah. Like, I don't smell that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Your 10 most popular reasons. (laughs) Exactly. No, I totally agree. No matter how hot that gets or no matter how much they put a curtain over, you still feel that vulnerability and that embarrassment and that discomfort and all of these unwanted emotions appear, you know, and being naked is a taboo. You know, people don't walk around the street naked. You know, people don't walk out of their house naked. It's just something that is not a norm for our society, no matter how much people try to promote that naked way of life, you know, even if you live in Florida or not. (laughs) Any listeners out there that remember those old, big shared shower days when in high school, that's what I had to endure. Everyone, and you had no excuse. Your parents couldn't write you a note. Sorry, you had to go in that shower. And it was it was hard. And I think things have changed now where you can just stay dirty after your sports mm-hmm. event and go home and take a shower at home, which I'm sure everybody's happy. Unless yeah. you have the private universities these days. I'm not sure how the high schools are now. But that was something that we had to endure. And I remember being a camp counselor and all the girls that were in our cabin, we had we had showers there. But you can imagine the shower curtain was so flimsy that the minute you turn the shower on, it caused such a wave of air that the shower would, would the curtain would dance and the girl would have to hold it. And somehow exactly. I mean, it, was, it was horrible. So all the campers, you know, had a tough time. But after I came up with this design and we had a camping experience, I brought an honor guard. And I said, hey, girls, look what I got. And I showed them all and, you know, how to wear it. And wouldn't you know, we all were pleased and wore our honor guards in the shower. And even when it was time to jump in the lake and go swimming, it's a great thing to dress under too, because nobody wanted to change into their swimsuit in front of all the other girls. So we had it. And that was so satisfying to me to see that the horrors of camping, you know, for, you know, when you're sharing a cabin. Yeah. All eliminated. (laughs) (laughs) I could only I imagine. But why oh is it? Goodness, yes. you know? And sleepovers too. You don't even think about it. Yeah, um, it's it's very awkward when you have to be put in that situation when you're in front of other women because let's be honest, there's a lot of judgment, you know, there's a lot of misunderstanding with, with our own bodies, so that when we look at somebody else's body, it's just out of curiosity or it's just like, why are they different than me? You know, I mean, there's always something going on in your mind where you're thinking about it. And no matter the age, you know, you can be elderly or you can be a teenager, or no matter what you are, that feeling of being naked in front of other people's unsettling, you know, and I think that is great. Do they come in smaller sizes? Do they come in different sizes? You promote to every age. Starting at premium, we got that size and then you work up to an extra large, double X, triple X, even quad we've made. So inside size, we have a garment for you. So no one uh, has to be exposed. In fact, we had some donations that came in to our organization. And whenever we do have Mm -hmm. donations, we like to pass them along. And so we would donate to the children's hospital because I remember those days being a kid. Whenever we get donations, then we do pass it along and either send them to uh, a nursing home 
but my favorite is the children's hospitals. They, they wow. need that. Especially yeah. when they get to be 12 and 13 years old. No, they don't want that. Even when I was eight, I didn't like it. No, I don't blame you. I don't like it either. You know, just even going through puberty and just having someone teach you how to like clean yourself or take care of yourself you know that's an awkward stage too you know i just feel that what you have brought into the world is something that is most definitely needed and people need to know this information because i did not know this information if i had this information a long time ago i would have purchased or i would have gotten this for my clients because man this would have saved them And you know what? We don't often get into the heads of the elderly. We know that one day it might happen, but we're not thinking about it. And a lot of things that I hear when I would interview folks, uh, they would say, well, they get used to it, don't they? No, no, they really don't. I went to a nursing home and I asked the uh, the director, I said, would you mind if I ask some questions? I'm doing a survey. Mm-hmm. And they sure. Well, I asked them, how would you feel? If somebody offered you a cover before it was time to have a shower, what would you, would you appreciate being asked? hundred percent. Yes. And then another question after that is, and what would you, what would you say? Would you say I'd like a cover? Yes, I would like one. And do you know that hundred percent said, yes, please. Except for a few men would say, well, that's okay. And they're like, you know, they're macho. And then I had, but really would, uh, I know it's a joke, but would you want one? Because I, yeah, I'd appreciate it. I would. And he goes, I mean, I'm sort of used to it now. And I go, I understand. But would you, would you like it even now? Yes. So 100%. And that floored me. That that really does. That makes me realize that, you know, you can tell the expressions off of these people's face from the beginning when they know it's shower day or they know it's shower time. It's like they get this cringe feeling of knowing that they're going to have to be exposed, (laughs) you know, because I used to get that cringe feeling because I wish there was a way for me to bathe them in an easier way. So I would have to figure out ways and put towels on top of them, even if the shower was going, you know, just to give them that respect, because I don't feel that people should lose that respect just because of age just because you're 91 doesn't mean you should lose that modesty and that respect for yourself you know and there's just very few individuals who have that frame of mind like myself and like yourself who think of other people and the vulnerability that they feel of being naked Yes, exactly. Well, I would like to ask you a question. In fact, I yes. have a couple of really good questions here in ask the book. Away. And it's one of those insight. It says, what is your DQ? Dignity quotient. So okay. let's see what your dignity quotient is. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. All right. Now we're going to have an A, B, and C answer. And let me see what is one of my favorite ones here. Oh, this is okay. A bad virus brings you to your opposite gender doctor. An administered painless suppository will bring quicker relief than a pill. Would you say, eh, let's go for the suppository. It's better to feel better right away. Make excuses and say, I think I have the pill. And then C, choose the pills. 10 minutes of pain is better than embarrassment any day. (laughs) Oh, man. So think about it. I know for me, I'd say, you know, pills are fine. Thanks. Yeah. I I would most definitely choose the pill option. I I wouldn't want anybody sticking anything up my butt. I had to administer suppositories. And when I would have to inform them about that process, they would just give me that cringe look too. Like, really? We have to do this? Like, I'm sorry, but it's part of the procedure. (laughs) So yes, I I agree. I would choose pills. Right. And here's what, here's one for you too. Okay. Now, a quick trip to the bathroom. Now, you're, you're watching this great play. And of course, you know, it's the intermission and you go to the bathroom. Did you know that one of the stalls doesn't have a door? 
Now, if you really had to go bad and the other two are being in use and that third one is open, would you, A, you don't mind using a stall with an open door, B, you feel uncomfortable, but you use it because it would feel worse to wait, or would you feel anxious and wait for the private stall? After all, you don't want to be viewed by another person. Which would you pick? I would have to choose waiting. I would have to wait. I would wait. I would honestly wait. If there was no door in a stall, I would wait. But if there was a door, but the latch was broken i could hold the door you know i'll make it work but if there was absolutely no door and it was just like free for all just toilet you could look right at me eyes and eyes you know lock eyes on me when i'm using the bathroom no i i would be awkward so awkward don't look me in the eyes <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I know. I know. Well, that's part of your DQ. And I think we all have it. And I haven't met anyone who answered otherwise. It's funny. I like to try these out on different people and they all answer basically the same thing. They choose dignity each time. I agree. And that's why we should also give that opportunity for other people to choose dignity. People shouldn't have to lose their dignity just because of their age, their health, their circumstance, their environment. It's not right to lose someone's dignity just because it's part of the situation and they just have to deal with it or they just have to become accustomed to the new change or the new environment. It's never right because I remember even going to the lake and having to go to the bathroom and there was no porta potty, no bathroom. Me and my family will cover, grab all the towels that we can find and make ourselves a little hut just to like yeah, squat down and pee you know so i would always choose dignity and i hope people would choose dignity too <laughs> indeed indeed well i'm so glad you feel that way and welcome to most of us and thank you thank you <laughs> you know where to go if you ever get hospitalized or you need help dignityrc.org that's our dignityrc.org awesome is there anything else that you would like to share with the audience or share with the public about your journey or about your products at all well i think the journey it is always continuing. And I think that it's not going to end. I think eventually this will be brought out to the public and in a way that embarrassment doesn't have to hold them back from looking for these products. Sometimes I think we are under the assumption that this is how it's supposed to be. And this is what happens to us when we get older, the cross that we bear, or it's just part of the thing that we have to go through losing our dignity. And I would love to communicate to everyone. No, it's out there. It's available whether you're a child or a hundred uh, <laughs> and I'm hoping that this world will, will follow suit and it'll be known. Mm. So my encouragement to anyone listening is spread the word, uh, whether you make your homemade piece, whether you get an apron like I did or pin towels together, if you have to, it doesn't matter. We have the garments for sale, but if not make your own, I mean, this would be my battle cry right now is do what you feel is comfortable and that is to be covered. And there's no reason why anybody ever has to be humiliated or embarrassed ever again. I, I think that was perfectly said. And one more question, because I think I forgot to ask it earlier. How much do your products usually range for? Do you sell them separately or you sell them as a set or how does that work? Just in case our audience are curious about that as well. Oh, okay. It's not funny. I, I, on the top of my head, I think there's 65 Wait a second. No, that's not true. <laughs> I oh, she's already lying. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I think they're 59. <laughs> but anyway, you can find that on our on our website. They are worth every penny is what I want to yes, tell you. Most definitely. Um, I would assume so. Yes. Yeah, so, so take a visit. 
uh, it's just good to know that we have a safety net. And think of it as a slip. Do you have a slip in your drawer, in your in lingerie drawer at home? Yeah, I do. I think we all have a slip that we wear mm-hmm. under our long dresses. But one thing, think of this as like you would a slip. We don't wear a slip right. every day. We don't need a slip every day. But there's going to come a day where we have a dress that's sort of sheer or a skirt. And we think, I need a slip. Mm-hmm. That, thankfully, it's in our lingerie drawer. And it might have been sitting there for years. But mm-hmm. isn't it great to know you have one when you need it? Well, it's it the is. same thing for the honor guard. It's good to have in case you need it. And I would encourage everyone, think about, you know, relatives that you have or just for yourself. It's good to have one handy. (laughs) Yeah, you never know. Oh, I want to bring something else up too. I have a sister group that's out there called Medical Patient Modesty. And it's a wonderful organization. We found each other, the director's name, Misty. Yes, yes. And she she has uh, this organization that has information for those that have to be in hospitals. and, And there's so often they don't know what to do because they worry about being naked. And there actually is a, a patient's bill of rights. And it's almost like you have to, to have a right, you have to know your rights or else be taken away. And that's the very most important thing. And so she teaches patients or future patients their rights and what your rights are. And so that if you do desire a cover, you can have one, you have a right to be covered. And whether it be just what they have available, I know this paper things are kind of flimsy, but it's a wonderful organization, Medical Patient Modesty, Misty Roberts is her name. And I would encourage folks to look that up too. So we, we found each other, we have a lot in common. And of course, uh, for our organization, it's all about caregiving. But for the hospital experience, uh, both come in handy. So I always want to recommend that site. Oh, thank you. I think that is great information for our audience to also know that it's available because let's be honest, sometimes we don't know what's available until we have to actually face those situations or mm-hmm. until somebody else has to face those situations and you're over there doing a big old Google search, you know? But yeah. I think that is... a very good information to let people know that it's available, you know, knowing your rights and knowing what's accessible to you at the hospital is very important because some people don't know this, you know, and that's very nice how you guys just ended up linking up and, and sharing information and providing this product that is amazing. I mean, I think it's amazing. So I applaud you okay. continuously. <laughs> you don't know your rights, you don't have any. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the truth. Spreading the word. Yes, I appreciate that. And of course, you know, we do have a, a phone number on our website if you need to call uh, 844-678-4698. So uh, we have a recording on and we call everyone back that needs some personal information. Awesome. It's very nice to know that there are companies out there that are actually making it personal and actually making it accessible to actually have that contact because some some companies offer it, but then it's just an operator or just a robot and nobody gets back, you know? So that's very nice that you actually do and you take it personally and you do reach out to these individuals that are seeking this help. So that's very nice of you. Wow, your company is really doing a lot. I really hope you guys continue on. Blessings to you guys for making this possible because- man yes and don't forget oh, the yikes the book yeah don't forget yes by the way awesome and paperback and kindle as well that is good to know if anybody's looking for any help please check out robin's book it's going to be enlightening <laughs> for the ones yeah, out there you gave me yeah.
I just want to say thank you again, Robin, for your time and for sharing your story and your experience and what drove you and motivated you to make this product and write that book about your struggle of assisting your mother and having to go through this experience. So I thank you for that. And I hope my audience is appreciative of this interview as well. And I'm hoping that I'm able to leave my audience thinking about this topic and marinating it in their mind about what would you do? How would you really handle this? If you were in this situation, you know, would you be able to write a book? Would you be able to invent a product? You know, these are certain things that, you know, maybe you should think about and and allow yourself to reflect on your own life and to just be grateful for individuals like Robin who can create these products for people like me and possibly even you who don't have the capability to even try to invent a product that will be helpful in the long run, you know? Well, that's my show, y'all. I appreciate everybody who's tuning in and who's listening. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to tell somebody. Don't forget to let everybody know that your girl Mitzi is just trying to keep everybody thinking. And if this topic interested you, then you know what? Let people know because you never know who's going through this and needs the help or needs some advice or needs some encouragement that you're not alone. You know what I mean? Because we never live life alone. Never really, truly alone. So keep that into consideration as well. Stay tuned for more to come because there's going to be more interviews and more shows just to keep our noggins thinking. So with that being said, I hope you guys be safe and take care and stay tuned till next time. Bye y'all.